Tis the season to shine with H&M. Discover the holiday collection and find fashionable pieces for your wardrobe or for under the tree. Get inspired and dazzle with this year's glam. From tuxedo styles, bow-detailed pieces, impressive prints, and more. From unforgettable looks to unforgettable gifts. With fashion finds to home decor, find it all at H&M. Treat your loved ones and yourself this season. Shop in-store or at H&M.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Selling a little or a lot? Do your thing however you cha-ching with Shopify, the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash offer 23. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. Not only have I been the owner of Mint Mobile for the last few years, I've also been a customer. I don't know if you knew this, but anyone can get the same premium wireless for $15 a month plan that I've been enjoying. It's not just for celebrities, so do like I did and have one of your assistant's assistants switch you to Mint Mobile today. I'm told it's super easy to do at mintmobile.com slash switch. New activation and upfront payment for three-month plan required. Taxes and fees extra. Additional restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com for full terms. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Selling a little... Or a lot? Do your thing however you cha-ching with Shopify, the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash offer 23. Tis the season to shine with H&M. Discover the holiday collection and find fashionable pieces for your wardrobe or for under the tree. Get inspired and dazzle with this year's glam. From tuxedo styles, bow-detailed pieces, impressive prints, and more. From unforgettable looks to unforgettable gifts. With fashion finds to home decor, find it all at H&M. Treat your loved ones and yourself this season. Shop in-store or at H&M.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds, owner of Mint Mobile, with a message for everyone paying big wireless way too much. Please, for the love of everything good in this world, stop. With Mint, you can get premium wireless for just $15 a month. Of course, if you enjoy overpaying, no judgments, but that's weird. Okay, one judgment. Anyway, give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. New activation and upfront payment for three-month plan required. Taxes and fees extra. Additional restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com for full terms. So we ate snacks. I kind of want to cry right now. I'm so proud of you guys. So, you know, I put a little candle there. You know, <laughs> he did put a little candle around a little, like, <laughs> snacks. So I put, like, different cups. It was, like, popcorn and, like, some of her very snacks. <laughs> girl imagine a life where you feel supported connected and understood i get it being a mom is hard especially when you're spinning so many plates we exhaust ourselves trying to create the perfect life for our family you deserve to enjoy your family without the stress perfectionism brings 
On this podcast, I provide practical and relatable life experiences. I teach women quick and easy to use strategies to help them reclaim their identity, reignite their marriage, and enjoy their children. If you're ready to be challenged, then pull up a chair, grab pen and paper, because it's about to go down. I'm Veronica Cisneros, a licensed marriage and family therapist, and this is the Empowered and Unapologetic Podcast. Ladies, this is part two. If you haven't listened to part one, that's episode 131, get on it right now. Get on it right now. Otherwise, this isn't going to make sense. In addition to that, I'm going to ask you to invite your husband to listen to this episode. Wait a minute, Veronica. How am I going to invite my husband? He barely wants to sit with me. We don't even watch TV together. We don't have time. I knew you were going to say that. So the next time you are on a road trip, guess what we're listening to? Yep, you're listening to me. And more importantly, you're listening to this couple. This couple, I can guarantee you, every single relationship can relate to. This couple will provide you with information that you need so that you can have the relationship you so badly desire. So let me go ahead and reintroduce them. The couple are high school sweethearts. (laughs) They are high school sweethearts. They've been together for 15 years and now have three wonderful little children. With the wife being a teacher and the husband supporting technology within the schools. Their lives are busy. Like really, really busy. They have little ones. Nevertheless, they enjoy spending time together as a family. Even if it's just a simple walk to the park. Through the workshop... They've been able to reconnect and understand one another, leading them to a more fulfilling relationship. This workshop I am promoting for this week. It will start next week. So ladies, I want you to go ahead and again, invite your husband, grab a pen and paper, grab some tissue, because I'm going to tell you what, you and your partner are going to have a deep conversation after this, and that's going to be your homework. I want you to go ahead and have a conversation with him. And I want you to develop an understanding of how he might relate with the husband presented here that I'm interviewing. And then I also want you to talk about how you relate with her, the wife that I'm talking to. And I just want you guys to just start having that open dialogue, okay? And then I want you to go to empoweredandunapologetic.com forward slash workshop Because that change that this couple experienced will also be true for you. Looking forward to seeing you on September 7th. What are you starting? So right now, listening to him, I want want you to kind of step back, right? And just be here with me for a minute. Utilize Utilize what we learned in part one. I want you to just kind of look at what's happening. I don't want you to fix it because the minute we try to fix it, then we're telling our partner, you are incapable of addressing this yourself. You are not capable. And that's not true. He, like right now, just kind of hearing him, I can tell you watched that video more than once. I can tell you listened to it way more than once because of a lot of the information you're giving and how deep you're able to go right now. So I definitely want to applaud that. So right now, just outside looking in, utilizing what we learned from that. 
utilized. No, you're good. You're good. Listen, this is live and in action. <laughs> we got kids. We know we have kids. Mitch, my sound engineer is probably going to kill me. Shout out to Mitch. I love you. And I wanted this to be real. I wanted this to be real, right? This isn't staged. So for you, kind of outside looking in, I want you to listen to what he just said. Remember, listening to understand, right? How is what what he learned from his past, how is that showing up in your guys' relationship? What would you say he's feeling? I feel like probably like neglected. Yes. And I guess, I don't know what the word is really, but resentful in the sense that like, well, I'm doing this for you. Why aren't you doing it for me? Bingo. Okay. We're not going to personalize this. All we're going to do is we're going to look at it, right? There might be some of that, which is resentment. Again, you're right here, right next to me. We're just kind of watching this happen. Okay. So I'm doing this for you. Why aren't you doing it for me? Feeling neglected. Is that right? Are those some of the feelings that you're experiencing? And so we also talked about connection in the workshop, right? We also talked about intimacy. We also talked about making time for each other with those quick exercises, right? You're giggling. Tell me, tell me, tell me. Day night. I scheduled it. You did it. I scheduled those. I, and I planned it for me. Yeah. Hell yeah. So like, like I said earlier, uh, one of the ways that we kind of became one was me coming up and play video games. Yeah. So, uh, after the kids were put down, I made, a snack table with all our favorite <laughs> snacks. I put uh, our controllers down and I played an old school game in which I used to play all the, well, I used to play a previous version of it, but they made a new one. So I said, this is what we're going to do. So we <laughs> ate snacks. I kind of want to cry right now. I'm so proud of you guys. <laughs> so, you know, I put a little candle there. You know, <laughs> he did put a little candle around a little like. <laughs> Snacks. <laughs> so I put like different cups. It was like popcorn and like some of her favorite snacks. Uh, you know, she had a wand there. So, so yeah. I, I made that uh, happen. And then uh, we did a, we did her night. She took her a minute. That's all right. Um, That's sure right. what I wanted to do. And I know time is kind of a constraint in our world. Yeah. And then I didn't yeah. want him to think I was copying him because. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, I really, really love to play board games and card games. Yeah. Like, that's what I like to do. And I yeah. really wanted the Target Monopoly. So I got my Target Monopoly and I yes. him to play it with me. Yes. <laughs> he did win. <laughs> he did win. <laughs> because, like, so. I don't know if he enjoys them very much, but he at least acted like he did. So. Hey, the fact that the fact that he was able to say I won tells me he was totally in the game. <laughs> it wasn't one of those things like, okay, I'm totally gonna play this game and let you win. It was like, oh hell no, game on. <laughs> game on, let's go. Yeah. So let me ask you something. That was one of the exercises, right? What was that like for you? Because yeah, we're in a world where time is like some of us are prisoners to time, especially when we have young ones. 
it, it feels, it feels as if there's no moment for just us. It escapes us, literally escapes us. By the time the kids are asleep, like, I just want to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. I want to go to sleep too. And I'm having a hard time keeping my eyes open. So for you, what was it like to coordinate your own date and for it to, like, you actually executed it? I thought it my perspective doing my own it was slightly awkward because yeah. like i don't know i guess it's opposite i even bought myself flowers <laughs> yeah yes. i went to the store yes. and i said you know what here we go <laughs> and yep. i got myself Good. some flowers because i don't think he knows that i actually kind of enjoy them i find them yeah. kind of silly but i secretly do like them <laughs> so i did all that like it felt silly and kind of awkward but it was also a lot of fun in the end, and it was great. But, like, at first, I was like, oh, this is kind of weird. I don't know. <laughs> it is. It's something we don't do. It's something none of us do. But the truth is, how is our partner ever going to know how to take us out on a date? Know how to celebrate us if we don't teach them? For Willie and I, Willie, um, Willie recorded an episode and it was, um, a, you know, a husband's survival to Valentine's Day because we got so many friends, so many friends that were like, dude, you do that for your wife? Like, I just go, you know, maybe make her dinner and then give her chocolates or maybe just give her chocolates and roses. And Willie's like, oh, hell no. I took my wife. We went to Malibu, um, woke up that morning, ate breakfast on the pier, and then we went for surf lessons. I'm not trying to surf. I'm not trying to, there's sharks. There are sharks. You look like a seal in the damn water, in a wetsuit, in all black. No, thank you. Yeah. But I'm going to tell you what, besides like almost dying a couple times because it was like a bunch of boulders and I almost, I was almost paralyzed because it was also, not only were there boulders, but there were sharp rocks that I hit my, like I fell on. Time of my life, time of my life. We went on hikes. We had like, you know, one of the questions that I had asked him is, tell me what is holding me back from succeeding. We're not at that level. Okay. So we did the workshop. We're going to, we're going to graduate to that level. Um, But Willie and I've had very in-depth conversations. And usually if we had that conversation, maybe five years into the marriage, one of us would have been over the cliff hearing (laughs) their feedback. But we got into the level where we're able to have these vulnerable conversations and be open and honest with each other, not hold back, exposing each other's insecurities and go through it. And so, yeah, I I appreciate my husband because we both taught each other how we want to be celebrated. And it's so helpful versus, well, I've been married to you for 22 years. How do you not know how to celebrate me? Well, because homegirl, it changes every five years and- I'm not going to know unless you tell me step by step. So board games. Did you know she was into board games? Oh, with her friends. Because she was with you. Not with me. Bingo. With you. She wanted to play with you. Yeah. She wanted to play with you. Did you know? What? That's crazy. right? I said, did you know she was into board games with you? Yeah. Yeah. I even played that with my children. Like we enjoyed them. They're delightful. And then the other day, we drove past an escape room, and I was reminded how much I love doing them. 
Oh yes. my gosh. And I said, Hey, and he goes, you have to plan that. I said, no, honey, I just told you exactly what I want. I think this time you can plan this one. I stated clearly, I want to go to an escape room. Okay. Okay. Well, so I'm going to challenge you on that one. I agree with him for right now. She's looking at me like she wants to drop kick me. <laughs> Four right now. We still we still got to stay in that. We still got to do that a couple more times. Let's do it four more times. Where you both plan the date night, which means child care and all of those other things, right? I want you to be in charge of planning that date night. Mm-hmm. Okay? Okay. Fine. All the way through. <laughs> okay. All the way through. All right. Moving on. Setting and re- So we did healthy communication styles and we talked about flooding, right? What did you learn about yourself through that third lesson, the third step? I think you mentioned the always thing. Yes. Yes. The always and never, right? How often we use those words. I'm doing my best right now to stop myself from saying those words. (laughs) I'm playing that in my head because, you know, um, when we do get into arguments, the first thing I say, you always, I'm like, no, I got to stop saying that. Yeah. Stop saying that because it does. It does get to the point where it's like you know, what's the point? If it's always beautiful, beautiful yes. Then what's the point? Yes. So being able just to change that allows the opportunity to change. I, yep. Uh, when you say that always and never statements, it closes that door. So there's not mm-hmm. crack there. There's nothing there that I can even work with. So no. It's even with my own things now when I'm looking at my own um, yes. my own self. Like I'm telling myself, I always need to do so. Like, no, take it step by step. Uh, you know, um, I'll never be able to do that. No, we will be able to do this, you know. Bingo. So it's, I would say reflecting on myself and a lot of my, my insecurities in the sense where I'm thinking that I can't do certain things. Yep. I don't know. So... Like I said, um, you know, a few weeks ago, we were going through, you know, this dilemma where, you know, I may have to become the stay-at-home dad and where I yep. I could never be that. But I had to be open to that yep. and uh, and make that, no, I can do it. You know, I'll make, I've always been able to adapt. Yep. So what's the difference? It's just a new way to adapt. But I mean, there was a good few days where I was like, it takes some time. I'll never be able to do that. I'm never. And then the support I got from friends at the time really showed that I didn't have to use that never or always mentality. Good. Good. This is great. All right. What about for you? Um, for me, I think in relation, it, the never and always doesn't really relate to myself as much, I guess. I was mm-hmm. more so with him. I think him accepting that he should not be stuck in the never or always world has helped me not be in the never yep. always world with his yes in relation to our arguments. Yep. You automatically go there and then I'm like, here he goes again, always. You know, like, yep. you'll be doing this. Yeah. Um, and so I would say I have never... Like, it was always the same reaction. He kind of closed me off. A few days pass or so. And then all of a sudden, we act like nothing ever happened. And I'm like, well, nothing was ever actually solved. 
Yeah. So my brain was stuck in. He always does this. He's never going to ask yep. this with me. And then literally after the workshop, all of a sudden he's saying he's going to take ownership of that. He's going to try yeah. to work on these things. And I'm like, who are you? I don't think <laughs> actually apologize until recently. I'm like, what? Like, yeah. Even when we have silly little like, um, like misunderstandings, not even arguments, just misunderstandings or miscommunications. He's like, I'm sorry, we're going to work on this. And like, he had the game plan rather than just like saying, she always does this and throws it away. <laughs> How did I become his mom? The empty promises just aggravate me so much. He says he will do something or take care of something, then he doesn't. The passion is so low these days that I feel parenthood and other commitments are taking control. I want to feel like it's me he wants to spend time with. Communication has always been a weak point for us. He says things without thinking. I try to logically work through things and he reacts emotionally. I try to say what I feel and in a constructive manner, he takes it personally and attacks me. My relationship with my in-laws feels damaged. My partner always supports them and never me. Boundaries are a confusing topic for me because I'm a helper. I have this innate need to help anyone I can. Ladies, does this sound familiar? I understand that it feels like you're on this hamster wheel with your partner. I know you probably feel alone and unappreciated in your relationship. I know that you have put your family ahead of your own needs and try to avoid conflict as much as possible. I know you struggle with not feeling loved the way you want to feel loved. I also know that you hate to admit that the laundry and the dishes get way more action than your partner. Whether you're currently feeling disconnected from your partner or are sick and tired of the blow-ups, it's time to change. And nothing will change if nothing changes. As a therapist, I've worked with hundreds of women just like you ready for change. I have provided them with a step-by-step tailored plan to strengthen their relationship and reconnect with their partners. Are you ready? If you are ready, then what are you waiting for? What I want you to do is I want you to sign up for my workshop. Go to empoweredandunapologetic.com forward slash workshop. Again, that's empoweredandunapologetic.com forward slash workshop and sign up for the workshop scheduled for September 7th. You have two options, either a 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time or a 7 p.m. Mama, you get to choose the time that works best for you, and then it's going to be me and you and a group full of women that are experiencing the same thing, ready to learn, ready for change. See you there. One thing I'm glad you guys... um, are, are identifying is that always and never sets up a trap. It sets up a trap for us. We position our partner as the enemy. Are they the enemy? No. But the minute we get into the always and never, I love that you highlighted what's the point. If it's always going to be like this, what's the point? That's where I see a lot, a lot of couples start to disconnect. It's not going to change. Why would it change? It's been like this forever. She or he is never going to change. They're going to continue to do this. I even hear it when they're talking to other people. Well, that's just the way my husband is. He's always been like that. He's always, I mean, I, I guess I'm just going to have to settle because we have kids. And it's like, wait a minute. 
You stopped paying attention to the small things. You stopped paying attention to it. And that can be easy. That can be very easy for any of us to do. All of our marriages are in jeopardy. They are all vulnerable to divorce. If we are not the best of friends, if we are not learning and growing and being curious about one another, right? Love and attraction. You know, that love and attraction is what a lot of people think will maintain the relationship. But the reality is that after a while, that love and attraction definitely dies down, which leads us to how to set and respect boundaries. What did you guys take away from that? Because one, one area you highlighted is it's not only for my relationship. I was also able to go out and implement some of the skills with me personally, right? Or with other things outside of my relationship. The set and respect boundaries. What was your guys' biggest takeaway from that? That for me, um, I'll say is still a challenge. Yep. Kind of set those. Um, I guess you said I'm, I'm still not knowing how to put that yeah. down. Um, because I, I, I guess as someone who's like active services for me, yes. um, I don't want to... I guess to restrict anything in that sense because yeah. the way that I show her yeah. that she is, you know, uh, on that that level. Well, I yep. you said a boundary when he made it so, like, you kind of talked about, um, oh, I can't do this, I can't do that for yourself. Well, why not? Yep. Set your time. Yep. Do it. And so, like, he had it literally on our shared calendar every Monday from, like, what is it, like, yeah. 2 to 6 or something like oh, that, yeah. or, like, maybe 4 to 8, whatever, um, a set time where he gets to go close off, do his thing, play his games with his friends, and be with his friends. And that actually helps me, in a sense. But I think that's a boundary, like... That is definitely a boundary. So, right? Yeah, that would... Yeah. You know, that was me setting or trying to create one. Um, and yeah. Then, so one of the things, you know, I invest all these things on my hobbies, but I have no time to use my, you know, to actually do the hobbies kind of thing. So I decided to go ahead and speak, reach out to my, to my friends and say, hey, we need a poker. We can't really physically be at a poker table, but we all, you know, have fun with our video games. So I set aside this time. Um, in the beginning, it was kind of rough to get that time because I felt as if, again, it wasn't necessarily fully expected. Yep. Because after the third, okay, the first one was, we had a, the examples were I'm preparing everything, getting everything set up, and then um, I, I try to lock myself away and I hear chaos. Everything's just going, and it's normally not like that on a regular basis. So I'm like, what is going on? Why can't we do this? And then the following week after that, when I try to make the same situation go through, um, I try to make everything easy that day. Because I typically take care of the dinner. The kids, when they get home, food is already prepped up and ready to go. But I wanted to make it so that I didn't have to do that for one day. And then when I try to, you know, hey, wrong noodle it up. <laughs> Then she decides that day, no, they can't just have that. I'm like, out of all the days, I'm asking for one day. 
So then I come out and I cook for them. And that's taken away the time that I put as a boundary. So then while I was doing that, I had that discussion with her. I said, I just want to let you know, I don't know why this keeps happening. But every time I'm trying to do this, and I put this on the calendar for myself here, I need you to either figure out a game plan beforehand. Yeah. It's on the schedule. You know it's coming. Yep. It should not be, hey, are you going to do this or this, that? No, it shouldn't be any of that. Bingo. And last. So this is what I'm hearing. This is what I'm hearing. You're not respecting it. You're not respecting it. You would follow. So, so hear me out. You set it all up and then you crossed your boundary when you came back out, when you heard the chaos versus that's her right. That's her right. I love that you identified why the boundary was important. I love that you identified that a boundary definitely needed to be set in place and you set it up so that you can actually follow through. The one part, and this is the one part a lot of people struggle with, is I have to respect it. So although there is chaos, nobody's dying. It's going to be figured out. And I got to sit with this uncomfortable feeling of gaming, even though I want to go outside and I want to go to see what's going on or do whatever I can to go ahead and take care of my family. And really, Instead, it's fine. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, it's just- Three under five life, and one was crying because they wanted me, and I had to do some things. We just needed a few minutes. Like, it was okay, and he thought I was doing it purposefully, that I was letting them cry to make him feel bad. Where does that come from, though? There's chaos, and I am in charge of fixing it. This goes back all the way back to your childhood. There's chaos, I have to fix it. One thing I do have to, I, I definitely want to say is, holy moly, am I impressed. I am so impressed. Like, literally, I'm, I'm like trying to come up with the words right now. I am so impressed by how much, just kind of listening to where you guys were at in the beginning and where you guys are at today. Holy shit. <laughs> you guys... I, I got to hand it to you. You guys really came together. And the thing is, you weren't relying on the other person to do to do it. You did all of these things. You implemented all of these things, all of these skills on your own. That's the biggest thing I'm impressed by. And that's, that's the whole structure. That's the way the workshop is structured. I'm not asking you to take over the lead and, you know, hold your partner's hand. I'm not taking sides. I'm asking you personally to do the work and hope like, I kind of want to cry right now. (laughs) Well, don't do that. (laughs) Well, I, it's just, I've listened to everything. Oh, go ahead. Well, it's just like like how I stated earlier. It's like, like I said, the way I describe us is two independent people that choose to be together. And that's how, so, so with the workshop, what would you say was your greatest advantage, your greatest takeaway, your greatest lesson, or why it was so important that you guys took this workshop? Um, it gave us a, well, I would say it gave us both a chance to like go back to say, okay, why am I here in the first place? Yeah. Uh, to reflect on that. And then to rethink um, where both of our faults are rather than blaming the other person, like, you know, own your 
own your shit, basically. <laughs> yes. And, like, figure out how to work through it openly because, like, I've never heard him be so open and I've been with him, what, like, 15-something years? I don't know. <laughs> I've never yeah. heard him actually talk about any kind of feelings or anything or understand where Ooh. things are coming from. I kind of just get, like, a wall. So. And, and I'm not super, like, emotional or anything no. kind of just like no. here it is let's do it and I just kind of move on like I'm kind of like whatever yeah. I mean there's bigger problems in the world that's always what I go to in my brain yeah so like we didn't have an understanding of each other I guess even though we were together for so long like, yeah. which is crazy but and I would say yeah. like you know she did point out that wall and that was a wall that I in a lot of arguments I tell her you put up this wall that no matter what happens, the always and never statements from me come in because yeah. no matter what I do, she's not gonna back down, and it's gonna get to the point where like I'm the one that's gonna have to apologize. And even when I don't apologize, that's when I just back off. I don't even talk about it. We won't talk about it. That's I guess saying in way me apologizing in a sense. But it's not. It's just me walking. That always and ever was the mindset that I had. So with with the workshop, like I said, eliminating that thought to the best, you know, just keep working at it and just saying no. You know, there is a chance. There's a chance that it can, I can penetrate that wall so they can understand that where I'm coming from. So my next question, my last question, why should other couples take this workshop? To really learn about themselves. And how it impacts each other and why you are the way you are. And that it's not a fault. It's just something like to help you understand it. Um, what you choose to do with that information is up to you, but yeah, um, yeah. at least understanding it helps um mm-hmm. reflecting back to the you know the, the mom and you know the mom and dad kind of things when i was because i had a brief conversation with her about it you know what if my mom was with your dad and yeah what if, my, yeah uh, you know, just think about that i was like we, in a sense we couldn't i couldn't really relate to it too much just because you know we both couldn't relate to it too much because both mm-hmm. our fathers were out of the picture as such young yeah. Um And we were brought up differently in the sense where she was the oldest out of five. Yeah. And I was the middle child and the only male. So I had two yeah. sisters. So I was on this pedestal as I'm the one that has to carry on the name of the family. Um, yeah. But once my, you know, once my father did leave, um, you know, he took the family with him as well. Yes. So it was just my mom, and she came home with him from the island. So, and she was a single mom working three jobs. Yep. Kind of situation. Um, but just reflecting back on and seeing the connections there. That's why I do that. Oh, makes sense now. Yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah. I, for instance, now when my mom calls me. I can be like, oh, well, it's not a fire. Yeah. It's not a fire yeah. anymore. It's not a fire. 
Like, there's been multiple times when his mom called me now, and, like, I look at her and, like, but it's not a fire anymore that's a beautiful thing holy moly how has your guys's relationship benefited from this workshop we're able to like i guess it's not put up a wall so quickly like we give it more of a shot you know we like try to hear each other out and understand each other's truths Mm-hmm. rather than just immediately being like, well, you're a yes, dumb, or your point of view is yeah. 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 Yeah, I'll say like that and just being able to communicate better um, mm-hmm. and not being so, again, again, with the always and never statements. Now, yeah. well, <laughs> if I do give her and, you know, a concern of mine, I know it won't be just brushed off. Yeah. No, no. I'm giving her the information and allowing her to do what she will with that. Yes. So then I'm reflecting on that a bit more. Bingo. Holy moly. Holy moly. Again, I'm so proud of you guys. I am so, so proud of you guys. And I definitely obviously want to thank you guys for coming on. I even more want to thank you both for allowing me to be a part of your journey. I know... In our relationships, we are very, um, we're very closed off on what we want other people to know and not allowing people in just because I'm trusting you with my most prized possession, my family. And so I want to say thank you so, so much for you both allowing me into your family, allowing me to help you and allowing me to be your guide. I take a great deal of pride in what I do and to know that you guys trusted me with this, this is big. And then also for us to record this, this is ginormous. <laughs> right. Thank yes. Thank you. Thank you for everything. Yeah. And I think a big part of it is how you insist on not taking sides. I think mm-hmm. that is a big part to help it like so that he'll listen and I'll listen on an even playing mm-hmm. field. Like, no one is above the other. So, nope. I appreciate that. Absolutely. Well, I won't take up too much of your time. Thank you guys again for being on. (laughs) Thank you. Many women lose their own identity in the shadow of being a mom and a wife. We are a community of women who support each other. We leave perfectionism behind to become empowered and unapologetic. I want to personally invite you to join our girl gang. It's a free Facebook community for women just like you. Go to www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash empowered and unapologetic. See you there. What's up, ladies? Just want to let you guys know that your ratings and reviews for this podcast are greatly appreciated. If you love this podcast, please go to iTunes right now write a review, rate the episode, and subscribe. Don't forget to share it with your friends. Addiction impacts all of us. Addiction's consequences run through all of us. From ourselves to our loved ones and through our communities, addiction creates so much loss and grief. 
My name is Dwayne Osterlin, and I'm the host of the Addicted Mind podcast, a show featuring personal stories, expert guests, and vital information about addiction and addiction recovery. We'll talk with leading treatment providers to discuss the latest research and treatment options for this devastating disease and advocate for mental health awareness. We discuss topics like the importance of creating a community of support to helping loved ones to some of the latest research on psychedelic medicines. The Addictive Mind podcast has been about creating hope, listening to stories of many amazing people that have overcome addiction and are thriving. If you or a loved one is struggling with addiction, subscribe to the Addicted Mind podcast wherever you get your podcasts or check out theaddictedmind.com. New episodes every Monday. See you there. It's easy to blame ourselves for our struggles with alcohol. We see people around us being able to control their drinking without any consequences, yet no matter what we try, we can't seem to figure it out for ourselves. My name is Jillian Teets, and I am the host of the Sober Powered Podcast, where I use my biochemistry background to explain the latest research in addiction and help you understand both why you drink the way you do and how to develop the skills and mindset you need to find freedom from alcohol. I discuss topics like why we think about our drinking 24-7, why we have no off switch, and why we crave alcohol. If you're struggling with your drinking or you know someone who is, then I hope that you will check out the Sober Powered Podcast. New episodes every Friday. See you there. I know. I know we've been taught that motherhood requires alcohol. I know we've been taught not to question our relationship with alcohol until we've lost everything. And I know we've been taught that if we do dare to examine our relationship with alcohol, we need to head straight to AA and declare ourselves an alcoholic who is powerless to alcohol forever. But what if all that isn't true? That's definitely not my story. I'm Suzanne, the host of the Sober Mom Life podcast. I'm an influencer who stopped drinking in January 2020, and since then, I've been telling the truth about motherhood, influencing, alcohol, and sobriety. If you suspect deep down that glass or three of wine at night might just be making motherhood harder, well, you're right. Come and join me as I chat with other sober and sober curious moms. Let's laugh, cry, and normalize sobriety together, all while we reheat our coffee for the fourth time today. I know. I know we've been taught that motherhood requires alcohol. I know we've been taught not to question our relationship with alcohol until we've lost everything. And I know we've been taught that if we do dare to examine our relationship with alcohol, we need to head straight to AA and declare ourselves an alcoholic who is powerless to alcohol forever. But what if all that isn't true? That's definitely not my story. I'm Suzanne, the host of the Sober Mom Life podcast. I'm an influencer who stopped drinking in January 2020 and since then, I've been telling the truth about motherhood, influencing, alcohol, and sobriety. If you suspect deep down that glass or three of wine at night might just be making motherhood harder, well, you're right. Come and join me as I chat with other sober and sober curious moms. Let's laugh, cry, and normalize sobriety together, all while we reheat our coffee for the fourth time today. Hey there. This is Casey McGuire-Davidson, host of the Hello Someday podcast. I'm an ex-red wine girl turned life coach who helps busy women change their relationship with alcohol. I spent 20 years climbing the corporate ladder 
while drinking a bottle of wine a night to unwind. In the Hello Someday podcast, my goal is to teach you the tried and true secrets of creating and living a life you don't want to escape from. Each week, I'll bring you tools, lessons, and conversations to help you drink less and live more. I'll teach you how to navigate our drinking-obsessed culture without a buzz and how to turn the decision to stop drinking from your worst-case scenario to the best decision of your life. You can find new episodes of the Hello Someday podcast every Thursday, wherever you listen, and I hope you check it out. Addiction impacts all of us. Addiction's consequences run through all of us. From ourselves to our loved ones and through our communities, addiction creates so much loss and grief. My name is Dwayne Osterlin, and I'm the host of the Addicted Mind podcast, a show featuring personal stories, expert guests, and vital information about addiction and addiction recovery. We'll talk with leading treatment providers to discuss the latest research and treatment options for this devastating disease and advocate for mental health awareness. We discuss topics like the importance of creating a community of support to helping loved ones to some of the latest research on psychedelic medicines. The Addicted Mind podcast has been about creating hope, listening to stories of many amazing people that have overcome addiction and are thriving. If you or a loved one is struggling with addiction, subscribe to the Addicted Mind podcast wherever you get your podcasts or check out theaddictedmind.com. New episodes every Monday. See you there.